0: Man, it is difficult to believe, ain't it, though, uh, that the border is supposedly out of control given the geniuses we've got running it. It was going to be Cammie. Uh, she's gotten a promotion. She's running AI for the country. Here's Cammy at a recent appearance.
2: Everything is in context. My mother used to, she would give us a hard time sometimes, and she would say to us, I don't know what's wrong with you young people. You think you just fell out of a coconut tree? <laughs> You exist in the context of all in which you live and what came before you.
0: A a drunken woman (laughs) exhaling booze uh, attempting to sound profound. It's all very convenient because it gives people the comfort of saying, well, they're doing the best they can on the border. They're doing the best they can. Mm -mm, let's, Let's stop, 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 stop. I have 5 important questions about what used to be our southern border. We'll ask them with the help of roughgreens.com/todd.
3: The Todd Herman show is 100% disapproved by big pharma technocrats and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile. Todd Herman.
0: Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. And I'll give you a little inside information. Got an update uh, from the family of Tim Cruikshank. Uh Tim is the 25-year Navy veteran and Navy SEAL who's been working on the startup company BoneFrog.us. You guys have been so, so helpful. Uh, If you didn't hear, last week we had Tim on, and I I begged him to come on. He didn't want to come on. I begged him to come on to let us help him as he's helped us in his entire career being deployed on our behalf uh, to combat zones and to being in the fight. His wife, Liz, is suffering from a very serious cancer, and um, the insurance company will not pay for a treatment that Tim, who is in in the world, he's a physician's assistant, He's done a ton of research. He thinks this can really help Liz. He did not want to come on this program. He did not want to ask for help. It's very difficult for him. I begged him to come on. He did. And he would not ask for anything, so I'm asking. They need help financially to get this done. Please go to thetoddhermanshow.com slash help Tim. And know this. Our friend Zach Abraham at Bulwark Capital Management has stepped up. He will match our donations up to $10,000. Zach already gave five. This show has given one. So Zach has matched that one. This audience, when you give, Zach Abraham will reach into his pocket and he will match your donation dollar for dollar up to a total give of 10000 bucks. You can do that at, at uh, the slash help tim. I have some questions about the border. Number one, and this seems like a stupid question to ask, have to ask. And it's this, if this isn't being done on purpose, why don't they stop it? Seems like a stupid question to have to ask, but it's a question we have to ask. Because when citizen journalists go down and they film people walking through the gates as we have guys who are kitted up standing there with rifles and body armor and they are told you will sit there and watch these people come in there they go inside guys gate
3: 42 is officially open you have quite a few people that are waiting to go inside guys both
0: sides And they brought bicycles, some of them, some of them leave their belongings behind. There's trash tack behind. That's one single gate. So if this this is not being done on purpose, why don't they stop it? Well, how would they stop it? Don't open the gate. Seems easy enough. Don't open the gate. And if this isn't being done on purpose, why then do we have... The next vision we're treated to. It's a free thing the minute they step across the border. And USA Today has stepped in to fact check this, I want you to know. They're doing some fact checking, they are the the great people at USA Today and at time.com and they're using community notes on Twitter to fact check this. You tell me if the fact check helps make the case that this isn't on purpose. It's just happenstantial. It's just a well-meant mistake. I don't think that case can be made. So if this isn't being done on purpose, why don't they just stop it? We are people who prepare, right? We see what's coming and it's wisdom to prepare. God tells us that the wise see a storm coming and the wise prepare. We build our houses on solid rock foundation. Make sure that you and your home have built on a solid foundation and being able to handle the worst that comes your way. Get to 4patriots.com slash Todd. Check out what they've done with the Patriot Power Generator 2000X. This now has 12 AC outlets, two USB 2 connections, which charge devices twice as fast. It has two times the peak power of the other solar generators, and it's still a bug out kit dream. You can pick this thing up and take it with you in a you know, maybe a minute's notice, not even that, 30 seconds. But here's what they've done now. 4patriots.com/todd will give you the solar panels for free so you can run medical devices, refrigerators, freezers, etc in your home, your computers, and if God forbid you have to bug out, you take it with you. Even if it's just because there's a flood or something like that, you will want power with you. Go to 4patriots.com/todd. Remember you get free shipping on orders over 97 bucks plus you get peace of mind and the ability to help a neighbor because we all want to be able to do that. 4patriots.com/todd. So, if this isn't being done on purpose, why don't they stop it? Oh, well, we're being told they are. You'll be entertained, I think, by how the Mockingbird Media has supposedly fact-checked this. This is, again, a citizen journalist from the Post Millennial. And what you're watching here is guys opening up plastic bags. What's in the bags? Well, look at that. There's cell phones right there in the bags. Oh, and they just, they're just turning them on. Huh, right there at the border, a brand new cell phone. And here's what's important for people to know. For context, the smartphones come with a preloaded app to ensure compliance with release stipulations. And the phone can only be used to access the app. They can't access the internet, load other apps, or make calls. This practice dates back to the Trump administration. Oh, they can't, can they? (laughs) They can't be changed. They can't be hacked. They can't can't be unlocked. (laughs) Right. So glad to know that. I love that you can't do that. Now, there's another device I've read about. Oh, they're called uh, ankle monitors. Have you read about those too? If you take them off, your last known location is reported and they're not cell phones and they're trackable and you can't just throw them over the gate. They're actually hard to cut off if they're done the right way. Oh, and then there's this. They're being given court orders to come in and appear in 2027. That seems like a while from now, 2027. Isn't that about four years from now? What can happen in four years? Well, two new Congresses, a new either president or another figurehead or this figurehead. You can embed yourself in society. You could change your name. You could bring other people over the border. You could have an anchor baby or four or eight. In that case your kid is born here, hey, you're legal. Your child was born here. That's an anchor baby. <laughs> so, 2027. So, question number one, if this is not in purpose, on purpose, why don't they stop it? Because it's on purpose. Question number two. If this is an issue, like if this isn't an issue that is worth holding up the so-called debt ceiling negotiation over, what exactly is that issue? Because in this case, you have an issue of people who are flooding across the border being handed a free phone but don't worry it can't be jailbroken. And we can't use ankle bracelets. We have to use the phone. So they're coming in and being given that. They're being flown without the notice of the municipalities to places unknown. Sometimes in private aircraft, sometimes in commercial. We're not allowed to know where they're going. When they show up, the, uh, the government's not told, but they get to absorb resources, starting with welfare and healthcare and food. And eventually, of course, they end up on voter rolls. But don't worry. Like in the case of, what is it, Massachusetts? They only get to vote in local elections. That's that's never gonna change. That's never gonna metastasize into voting into, let's say, you no know, county elections. And then it's, you know, just states. Not the federal government, just states, but never that. But then maybe just a few federal races, but not not all of them, just some. Maybe just a congressional district. But then I mean, not for president right now. Plus, the voting rolls themselves are so utterly secure, we would know that. We would know because we, you know, check ID so so very seriously, we would know that. Now, truly, we are, of course, called to be kind to sojourners. You know, kindness does not mean allowing them to break our laws. They're supposed to follow our laws. That's what God's design is as well. Question number two, then, is if this is not an issue worth holding up the so-called debt ceiling extension over, what exactly is? Because this is directly related to the budget. These will be people who have kids who end up in the government schools and are put into the government schools. And then you'll have Harvard and other places give them scholarships. Well, you know, they're backed by tax dollars. It's not necessarily Harvard doing that. Despite the $39 billion endowments, they like to spend tax dollars too. So that directly impacts the budget. The criminal justice system, its budget's impacted. These free cell phones, which of course can't be jailbroken or used in any other way. Those are, those are costly. The counting of the people, the tracking of the people is costly. All of it's a cost. And you have the... Republicans starting to get this in some degree, and yet Ted Cruz make a pretty good statement at the
4: border. The talking point of the Democrats, which this media reporter happily parrots, is, gosh, the problem can't be fixed. There's one little problem with that. It is an utter and complete lie. In 2020... The last year of the Trump presidency, we had the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. You ask what have I done? I've championed the men and women of Border Patrol. I've championed securing the border. I've championed Remain in Mexico. And we turned this problem around and solved it. And we went from Joe Biden inherited the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. And the first day in office, he made political decisions to cause this problem. And you should be ashamed of yourself because you're a reporter. And you're not reporting facts, you're telling lies. Joe Biden made a political decision, and they turn a blind eye. If you want to know just how much they turn a blind eye, six weeks ago in the Judiciary Committee I questioned Alejandro Mayorkas. I put up a poster board of colored wristbands, and I asked him, Mr. Secretary, what are these colored wristbands? And he said, I don't know, I have no idea. That was the one bit of his testimony that truly shocked me, because just about every illegal immigrant who crosses the border is wearing a colored wristband. They correspond to how many thousands of dollars the immigrants owe the cartels. And the fact that Mayorkas doesn't even know what they are, if you stand on the banks of the Rio Grande River, as I have done many times, you see hundreds or thousands of these wristbands laying in the ground. Sir, I don't know if you stood there, but I know Mayorkas hasn't, because he didn't know what the wristbands were. And that means he hasn't talked to the Border Patrol agents either. It is immoral. And when those kids cross, the teenage boys who owe thousands of dollars to the cartels, the Biden administration flies them to every city in America. They fly them to Kansas. And there, those teenage boys are forced to work for the Mexican drug cartels committing crimes to pay off the money they owe. And if they don't pay it off, they'll murder their families. And I'll tell you, as bad as the boys have it, the girls have it worse. There are thousands upon thousands of teenage girls trapped in sex slavery. And yet, for those of you in the media who don't report on that, you should be ashamed. This is evil. And the reason you don't see any Democrats here is they can't defend this, they're counting on the press not to cover it. It's wrong. And it's
0: profoundly evil as well that you have, and I get it, Cruz isn't going to mention Mitchell McConnell on this. Where in the name of God is Mitchell McConnell on this? He's the same place Mitchell McConnell always is, on the phone with the Chinese Communist Party checking up on some checks that his shipping companies are owed. That's that's the reality of what we see. So if this isn't worth holding the debt ceiling up for, and I would say this to Senator Cruz, I would say this to the other senators who actually get this. And incidentally, that was a fantastic statement. I should have said that at the forefront. That is an utterly fantastic statement. And incidentally, it comes across, it's it's very un-Cruz-like. It, it didn't come across as pandering. And sometimes Ted comes across as pandering. Man, I would say the same thing to his face. I have, re- I have great respect for him. I do. He's made some mistakes, calling January 6th an insurrection. That was a stupid mistake. In this regard, great statement. But where is this as a bargain? Not even a bargaining chip. It's not even say that. As a morality play within the budget. You are going to fund the Border Patrol to end this this, this charade. If you're not willing to do that, we're not going to sign off on the debt ceiling increase. First of all, there is no debt ceiling. If protecting our country from what Cruz just described there isn't part of a debt ceiling negotiation, then nothing is part of a debt ceiling negotiation. What he says about the cartels is absolutely, completely true. Drugs Inc. once did a, a special on the Seattle area. Want to know where that didn't make news? The Seattle area. None of the television stations there focused on it or reported it in any real serious way. The Seattle Times didn't do that because they can't do that. And there were some complaints from longtime Seattle drug dealers in that show saying, yeah, you know what? The Hondurans, they'll go out and kill, they'll kill regular people, civilians. We'll, we'll only kill other drug dealers. And this isn't part of a debt ceiling negotiation. I am not certain what would be. This is the spokeslier. She was asked, hey, is the figurehead going to make any comment on this? Here's what she said about figurehead commenting on legal immigration.
5: He had that meeting yesterday with Lincoln and Austin Mayorkas, which was behind closed doors. Why not have the president out there speaking about Title Forty Two and the expectations that people should have around. So him. the president took more than forty questions this this week alone. Well, no, no, no. But he he took your questions uh, twice this week and answered many of many of those questions on Title Forty Two. He answered the questions that you all asked, and uh, I think that's an opportunity for the for the American people to hear directly from him. A week ago today, he sat down and had a one on one. Uh, one-on-one interview with one of one of your uh, one of uh, one of your colleagues here, well, not here, but uh, clearly in one of the networks here, and. Talked and was asked about Title 42. So the American people have heard from the president uh, when we, uh, when we uh, again when we were in New York, and again right when uh, he, after the meeting, you heard directly from the president after the meeting that he had with the with the Big Four, if you will, and he gave remarks and then took questions. So the, the American people have heard directly <laughs> from him, especially when he laid out.
0: So he's not going to talk about it because <laughs> because he's talked about it. Make him talk about it. Take those colored bracelets and wear them on your own. Bring them in front of the figurehead and offer him one. The Republicans will continue to sink until they stand and and say to the media, if you want, you have to have one single comment. And the comment should be this. Well, Joe Biden continues to destroy this country, we're not going to negotiate on the debt ceiling. And by the way, I mean, we can't add this to that statement, but there is no debt ceiling. Ceilings are not continually raised. So my second question was, if this isn't an issue worth holding up the so-called debt ceiling extension over, what actually is that? First question was, if this isn't being done on purpose, why don't they stop it? We'll get to question number three here in a second. I'm getting spun up. <laughs> oh, I try to maintain balance. I'm getting spun up. Uh, question number three. Why is it that, that every time something like this comes up, the solution is always to empower the offender And not empower us. And let me be specific about question number three. In that that same vein. Why is the supposed solution to this another form of an injection passport? And it's the same setup. Same setup. I heard a great statement the other day. The vaccines, so-called, were not created for COVID. COVID was created for the vaccines. The situation at the border, right? The solution is not being created because of the situation at the border. The border situation is being used to bring about a solution. And it has all the hallmarks of the same exact swindle. This is Mayorkas, the so-called head of DHS. And he finally admits something much to the chagrin of April D. Ryan. Remember April D. Ryan she used to be a reporter. She worked for NPR. Then she decided to become famous by attacking, attacking President Trump. And she's a BIPOC. Hey, 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 did you hear me? Hey, she's a BIPOC. Put some respect in your head. BIPOC, I said. Okay, so that that's a waiver. So, so this is Alexander uh, Murray, uh, uh, Mayorkas. And he finally admits something very, very important in terms of their victims. And remember this. We're having the Fauci and everyone else say, oh, yeah, well, we never said that it would kill. Did you hear this Fauci saying? Fauci said, well, I don't know how people uh, didn't get my message uh, that COVID was not a threat to children. (laughs) Because you never delivered the message that COVID wasn't a threat to children. Tone, that's how. So this is Mayorkas now admitting that, oh, yeah, there weren't any real victims on the border in this occasion. Just like the Fauci saying, oh, yeah, it was never a threat to kids.
2: The the southern border is not just Mexicans. It is Haitians. It's Africans, as we've seen, particularly with that issue with the Haitians um, being whipped with the reins or the horses. But what is there? Well, yeah, me- that, that's
0: April D. Ryan, by the way. And if I'm not mistaken, it's hard to see at this angle. I think she's still wearing a mask. I just to uh, correct you right there, because act- actually the investigation concluded
1: that the whipping did not occur.
2: I'm sorry. I, I saw it differently. They were whipped with something. Yeah, she's wearing a mask. She's wearing a mask. Range from a horse. I, I Maybe the, the video or the picture was fixed, but what I saw was totally different. I'm sorry. Um,
0: yeah, I, I'm going to leave you as a uh, 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 correct. <laughs> She's still with it. She's still with they were whipping them without whips. So when there is an effort to stop this, then we're the bad people. So what's the solution? Well, let's see. We know that a wall can't stand up to a strong wind. We heard that from the, the, the spokes last week that walls are ineffective and they can't stand up to strong winds. You know what else they are ineffective is when you open the gates and you let everybody in and you immediately start giving them free stuff. But don't worry, the cell phones cannot be unlocked. That can never happen. They can't be jailbroken. No one can do that. That tech is unbreakable, period, unbreakable. So we knew that. So what's the solution? Well, it's E-Verify. Yeah, this is a good solution. What is e-verify? Well, e-verify program is going to be used just to make sure, just to make sure that uh, that illegal immigrants aren't working. So it's, it's pretty simple. Uh, if you run a business, you're required to check citizenship and work eligibility when hiring. Okay, makes sense. I probably, like you, have had to show my social security cards and ID. And gosh, I think at one instance, when was the last time I had a job? Radio. Um, I had to show my, um, gosh, that, that, I can't recall if I had to show a utility bill. I don't think so. Social security driver's license sufficed. When I opened the bank account for the business, I had to show everything, including um, utility bills, etc. So, if you're an employer, required to do that. Pretty simple, right? I make sure it's get this e-verify. Except, well, but then 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 there's this. Um, there's going to be a carve out for agriculture, right? Because no one would be crazy enough to let crops rot in the field while they're checking people's background. But what 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 is this? Right, the second you surrender to e-verify, you surrendered to. The same exact thing you did with COVID. When people surrendered, okay, okay, I get it. I can't go do this, so I'll get injected. You didn't just surrender to the injection. You surrendered to the theory that the government can say, there's things you can't do until you put something in your body. And we can force you to put something in your body. And this time it's an injection. Next time it will be whatever we choose for it to be. And E-Verify is very much this same threat. Thomas Massey warns, and Thomas Massey, uh, President Trump uh, has a lot of bad feelings about Massey and may in fact hate him because Thomas Massey warned against uh, the COVID bailouts which was the biggest economic swindle in history, $360 billion of fake money conjured by the Fed, given to this, the, the Treasury, handed out to big businesses where it was fake money they used to buy real assets. Horrendous. The lockdowns, et cetera. Massey has been very consistent on this. Massey writes about E-Verify. Republicans are about to make a huge mistake. Biden forced millions of Americans to take so-called vaccines by threatening their jobs and turning employers into enforcers. Imagine giving Biden the ultimate on-off switch for employment called E-Verify. Might as well call it V-Verify. So here's the way this works. Is if you are giving the government to treat hiring someone as a privilege, this is the same thing as a central bank digital currency. No E verify, can't hire her. She's undesirable for political views, gotta fire her. Cannot hire him. You're behind in your diversity requirements. How do they know? Because E verify is gonna have information that the FBI is not allowed to track on, on crime. Remember last hour, last episode? the fbi has submitted a proposal that their agents will not be able to report on unique statistics about people like their gender or so-called lie of gender identity, their race, their height, its income and all that because certainly we don't want to track patterns. But with everify they get to track your race, so-called, your gender or your gender identity which is a lie. So this goes into a government run database called everify. And with that tool, then they can say, yeah, you don't get to hire this person or that person. And you don't get to have this, that, or the other job. So why is a solution another form of injection passport? When we don't put walls up, when we do, we open the gates. And once we open the gates, we give free cell phones. But don't worry, they can't be unlocked and used for other purposes. Immediately, people are signed up for free services and they're secreted around the country where, according to Ted Cruz and my own casual observation in the show Drugs, Inc., in any cop in any of the leftist cities, they go to work for the cartels. Doing what? Well, they start with drug trafficking and then they move up to sex trafficking and other forms of human trafficking because that's far more profitable. Look around our cities. This is what's being done to our cities. None of this is kindness to those kids, right? The, the, the pretense that open borders is kindness is not true. Philippians chapter 3, verse 20 tells us our citizenship is in heaven. Not here, but while we're here, we're to follow the laws. And our laws come from the Constitution. And when they're outside the Constitution, they're outside the law. There's this. Psalm 39, verse 12, hear my prayer, Lord, and give uh, ear to my cry. Hold not your peace to my tears, for I am a sojourner with you, a guest like all my fathers. We're not to hate these people, to be cruel to them, but how is it kindness to bring people being trafficked and owing the cartels into this country where they then work for the cartels enslaving other people to drugs and sex trafficking. None of that is kindness, and it can't be seen as kindness when we truly understand what it is. And the solution is, just like with COVID, another form of passport. That's how this is all working. So question number four is a broader version of this. And it goes to the party's determination to split societies into people who get to commit crimes and abuse others, and people who don't. Because here we see illegal immigrants get to commit crimes from the minute they walk into the country, or in the case of the of the uh, of the Haitians, take a boat or a ship and then walk into the country. Right? So they got their cell phones. We got ours. Pretty simple. Our cell phones come from patriotmobile.com slash Herman. It's the only Christian cell phone provider. And they get to use the infrastructure of the three major networks. So you get great coverage in the best 4G and 5G networks. And in case you're wondering, this is not Uncle Billy's cell phone company. This is a longtime concern. It was one of the first parallel society companies. And incidentally, as well, in case you're wondering... Um, My observation, having chatted with the team, is they're not faking anything. They're deeply passionate about the Lord Jesus and about this country and about faith. And in fact, often, often, their U.S.-based customer service team ends up praying with people on the phone. That's pretty unique, particularly particularly if it's genuine. And if I got any sense that this wasn't genuine, I'd I'd run screaming away. Uh, When you call them, Or you go to the website, that's PatriotMobile.com slash Herman. With code Herman, they'll switch you for free. Activation code Herman, they'll switch you for free to any of the three major networks. Probably the network you're on now. And if you're curious, yeah, if you're a veteran or first responders, they have very special discounts for you. They also have plans for entire businesses. They've got family plans and single plans and plans for people who are on a limited income or a controlled income. And it's a company that backs what we back. So call them. Get in touch with their U.S.-based customer service team. 100% U.S.-based, by the way. They make switching easy. Just go to or, or, PatriotMobile.com slash Herman or call them right now at 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with code, uh, offer code Herman. Stand together with companies that support us. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Herman or 878-PATRIOT. Question number four. Why is it always the position of the party? that people who abuse society's kindness get more power. Cartels are getting more power in this country. They flat out run areas of this country. And you can go talk to any cop in San Francisco, any cop in the separate country of Seattle, Los Angeles. If they work around gangs at all, or they've been in the force for 10 years, just go ask them, hey, where do the cartels operate? They'll tell you, and to be fair, they'll tell you where U.S.-based uh, organized crime operates. I, I know a bar in the Seattle area that's that's owned by the Banditos Motorcycle Club. I could drive you to it and know right where it is. My friend Kevin the cop told me, oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's the Banditos place. They own it. They launder money through there. So this is an open secret. There was a house in the Seattle area that was cartel run uh, where a cop killer got to hide out for about four weeks, five weeks, and the cops weren't allowed to go get him because there was afraid there'd be violence. Yeah, there probably would have been, and a cop killer was on the loose with a chance to escape. There's homes. I can take them to you. I could take you rather to them in the separate country of Seattle that are owned by the Chinese drug cartels and leased out to people who cook drugs. Everybody knows it. Well, not everybody. The cops know. They know who owned the homes. And in the separate countries, it's well-known that this is well-established. We can take you to the grow areas on the coast where, yeah, okay, so pot's legal there. Well, the other things they're growing aren't, but who's counting? Not legal to grow, not in that amount. They're getting more power. And it crosses over from the border of our country, the supposed border, of course, to the border of sex politics, So here's an example, and it just lines right up. It's just exactly what's going on here. The cartels are empowered. This man is empowered. Listen to how Reuters presents this story, and then let me just present the truth of the story. And remember, you and I, we understand these things. Victims of Reuters don't understand these things. Here's Reuters on Twitter. A 21-year-old sprinter, Halbadio, dreamt of running under France's banner, in the 2024 Olympics. But as a transgender woman, her hopes were dashed when the World Athletic Council banned athletes like her from competing in women's events. Here's how this comes across to victims of the mockingbird media a woman has been banned from running against other women because she's gay. That's how they see this. She's same sex attracted, therefore banned. Because they can't read through the lies. So this woman and those people are being given more power, just like, hey, if you don't show up for your court date with the IRS, they'll come and take your house. You don't pay your taxes, they'll come and take your house. They'll lock down your business. They'll show up and take everything in your bank account. They don't care. You walk on the lawn on January 6th. You don't enter the White or the uh, the Capitol. But if you do, you stay within the velvet ropes. They'll come and destroy your gun safe. They'll roll up heavy with armed personnel carriers to your house, take your stuff, put you in Gitmo, the, the DC version of it. So it's always the same with the party. Some people get to break the rules. This is how this is presented. Um, it says, a sprinter fights for trans rights at Paris 2024.
2: Alba Diouf dreams of running under France's Banner in the 2024 Olympic Games in Paris. The 21-year-old has been training hard to improve her timings in the 200-meter.
0: Incidentally, as they're showing this, of course, the camera is far away. They're using the phrase her, so they're lying from the out get.
2: But as a transgender woman, her hopes were dashed in March when the World Athletics Council banned athletes like her from competing in women's events.
4: The council has agreed to exclude male to female transgender athletes.
2: WA President Sebastian Coe cited a common refrain. The need to protect the female category. A
0: common refrain. (laughs) Like a song, a common refrain.
2: A frequently used justification for the outright exclusion of trans women from athletic competition. A
0: frequent excuse to ban trans women. And again, the camera footage is so, so crafted. They're shooting this man from a perspective that hides the Adam ap- Adam's apple at every time. They're doing everything they can to feminize, but it doesn't work. There's the broad jawline, the broad cheeks, the broad shoulders. This is a dude. The ban has
2: left you feeling marginalized and hounded.
0: If we are a minority, we deserve to live freely, to lead. We deserve to take part in competitions and to compete in categories, and we're being refused that. And the only safeguard transgender women have is the right to live as they wish. The only safeguard so-called transgender women have is to live as they wish. Oh, just like the people crossing our border. It's the only safeguard that these working age, fighting age men have. Certainly, they can't stay behind in their home and fight for their country. They can't do that. They got to come to ours and fight for their cartels because they're in hock to them. It's always the same pattern. Or like this. As people cross the border illegally, working for the cartels, being given more power, giving the cartels more power, I'm reminded of the Hispanic white supremacist. Remember this? The guy who used a gun to go murder a bunch of people, and he was said to be a Hispanic white supremacist? Well, that's a very, very interesting statement, and this was in, in Texas where he, uh, he killed people using a gun. He described white people as, quote, a race I don't like. And fantasized about Mexico taking over America in a handwritten post uploaded to his social media profile. So, I don't like white people. I want to take America over. I want Mexico to beat them. I have to tip my hat off to William Travis, James Bowie, and David Crockett. Garcia wrote, they were definitely worthy adversaries. That's why white America might beat Mexico in the second Mexican-American War. If Mexico takes over the United States, I really don't want to share the spoils with these loser races. I don't even want to share the spoils with other Latinos like the Cubans and Puerto Ricans and Latinos. Um, Stand up my blank. I'm a child of the corn that likes to munch on beans and tortillas. I remember hearing some loser white hating Mexican guy telling Hispanic men to get with a white girl so they don't have white babies. Stupid blank. Dumbest blank I've ever heard. This guy was supposed to be a white supremacist and goes on to say, whites are a race I don't like. You know, As you listen to this, does it sound like he likes anybody but himself? He's comparing himself to Davy Crockett in historical figures like that, a guy who took a gun and shot innocent people. Narcissism. The narcissism of how about Diof? Our only protection is men who pretend to be women is to be allowed to be men who pretend to be women. And you have to play along. That's our only protection. The only protection from the border is E-Verify so that you can be prevented from having a job. Because you do not follow the party's desires, just like these so-called vaccine passports were described or designed to be. If this stuff isn't, as I said in question number two, an issue worth holding the debt ceiling negotiation up over, particularly given the fact that we don't have a debt ceiling, what exactly is? And question number one, if this isn't being done on purpose, why don't they stop it? Which moves us all the way down to question number five. And we'll go right back to CNN's response to the town hall. Or probably not CNN, but MSNBC's. This is Joe Scarborough responding to Trump's town hall on MSNBC. And then I'll tell you what question number five is.
3: It was just, it was a disgraceful uh, performance. Yes, um, I'm, I'm constantly telling people not to catastrophize over Trump, that he's actually going to lose <clears throat> because he keeps drilling down deeper and deeper into his base. Um, but it is it is uh, I, I can't believe I'm, I'm, I'm going to use catastrophizing language here. Uh, but it was it was just it was disgraceful on every level. It showed, uh, I, won't, I wouldn't say it's dangerous for democracy because we passed that a long time ago, but it showed the corrosive effects of Trumpism over eight years. And I've got to say, I, 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 the, the most shocking part was an audience who cheered on a president who tried to overturn American democracy an audience that mocked and ridiculed a woman uh, who a jury of her peers, Donald Trump's peers, found had been sexually assaulted. Those Americans there last night turned that into a punchline, laughed and dismissed cops getting the shit kicked out of them on January the 6th, beaten up over and over again. Calling a cop, a thug, mm-hmm. who actually was trying
0: to stop people from the house floor from being killed. All right. So he's describing his view of an insurrection. Right. And the people who beat up cops should be in prison. Fair enough. You beat a cop, go to prison. I don't think anyone here argues with that. But that was an insurrection, right? Right. A few people who could have been, oh, that's right, stopped. They could have been stopped. If that wasn't on purpose, why didn't they stop it? Why are they now getting more power? Question number 5 about the border. If this is not if if this is an invasion, it's not an invasion and it's not an insurrection. What is an insurrection? If this invasion isn't one. Let me formulate it this way. We can agree this is an invasion, right? I'll make the official question this. How is this evasion then invasion then not an insurrection? How is that, that it's not an insurrection? It's going on in numbers that dwarf January 6th. It's being allowed to continue. The, the guards are being told to open the gates. People are being given the power to spend our money and to direct our cities and to affect our law enforcement. And you and I both know that it affects the vote. We both know that it is responsible for federal dollars flowing into cities. We both know it's about changing the political views of cities. All of us know this. So how is this not an insurrection? And I saw some varying coverage, and I don't yet know what to make of it. (laughs) But um, some people saying that Greg Abbott actually participated in this. Others are saying that, no, Greg Abbott sent the National Guard down to guard the border. And I did see some instances of the Texas National Guard stopping people from coming further into the country. So I think that's probably true. I mean, it's, it's, it's self-evident that it's true in those cases. And Texas is a home to a lot of great, great, great patriots. We know this. One of them is um, the guy who runs Texas Superfoods, an inventor, a doctor, Army Ranger, Green Beret, helicopter pilot, 40-year survivor of cancer. Um, he's a great patriot. I know this because I've chatted with him. His name is Dr. Dennis Black, naturopathic MD. And he became a naturopathic MD after he used nutrition, as he describes it, to, to cure himself of cancer. He was told, he, you got just a little while to live. So he eschewed uh, the other forms of cancer treatment and went straight nutritional route. Incidentally, which was all plant-based, which is interesting given the fact that he owns a a, a cattle ranch in Texas. Feeds his family and a few of the friends through that. He's since invented, and this was 20 years ago, Texas Superfoods. Now, this is very specific. This is the nutrition from food in the highest possible concentration. So, you know what it is? It's the inverse of sugar. Sugar is what qualifies as a drug in any normal standard because it's a qualified, I mean, it's a, it's a very concentrated stimulant. Okay. Texas superfood is highly concentrated nutrition. There's no sugar in it. There's no salt. There's no fiber. And the nutrition is kept alive because of its insane, their insane concentration on this highly, highly technical form of dehydrating it. So they take the foods, the 55 vine ripened fruits and vegetables with added algaes and grasses and enzymes. And this supports our organs It supports our awareness. I feel a sense of energy when I take it and a sense of calm energy. There's no caffeine in it. There's no stimulants in it. It's non-GMO. So there's no binders, no artificial colors. So it helps with our nutritional support in our digestive systems. It helps with skin health because it's a highly concentrated form of nutrition, the inverse of sugar. Sugar is just a stimulant. Drives blood sugar up. This is highly concentrated nutrition and about 30 calories per serving. And incidentally, I love the way it tastes. So if you're looking for a simple and easy way to maintain your nutritional health, then you got to try what naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black has formulated. It is the original superfood. It's called Texas Superfoods. Get started today at texassuperfoods.com. Texas Superfoods is whole food nutrition at its best. It's texassuperfoods.com. This is, once again, um, a quick fact check of the figureheads' spokes uh, spokeslayer in the White House. In this case, it's uh, Bill Malugan from Fox doing the fact checking.
1: We heard Corrine Jean-Pierre also say during that White House press briefing that mass releases are not happening here at the southern border. I can tell you that is categorically false. That is not the reality of what's happening on the ground here. We'll show you the reality. Take a look at this video we just shot right here in Brownsville two hours ago, showing large groups of migrants who had just been mass released, walking around the downtown area near a bus terminal. You'll see some of them walking around with their folders, with their DHS paperwork. There's an NGO nearby who helps them with their travel documents. These are predominantly Venezuelans who have been mass released, and it's not new. We've been showing mass releases for over a year now. We caught up with one Venezuelan man who was released this morning. Here's what he had to say. Title 42 ended yesterday. In my message, it doesn't matter. You can make it to the U.S. Mm-hmm. And last last night, we were out on the river's edge with the Border Patrol Union and four GOP senators who got a tour of the area as Title 42 dropped at midnight. There were no mass illegal crossings at that time, but back out here live. Martha, you name those numbers off the top. Border Patrol reporting this week alone, already more than 80 thousand illegal crossings between the apprehensions and the godaways record-setting numbers
0: so but it's not an insurrection people who come in and get to spend federal resources and state resources and city resources meant for taxpayers and our guests are invited guests to whom we are called by god you know we're called by god to treat them kindly that's not an insurrection cartels putting in operating units in our country and soldiers that's not an insurrection as they fight cops for control of our cities and sometimes, in fact, get those cities. And the cartels would never give bribes to local elected officials, like the Bidens have taken in, in, in the realm of 50 million dollars. We know about 10 that we have the records on. Peter Schweitzer has documented 50 million. so maybe it's 60, maybe it's 50. They've taken, but they would never do that. That's not an insurrection. Of course, it's an insurrection. And of course it's on purpose. So our questions today with the answers, if this isn't being done on purpose, why don't they stop it? They don't stop it because it's being done on purpose. If this isn't an issue worth holding up the so-called debt ceiling extension over, what is? Well, answer, if this isn't the issue, there isn't one. Why is this proposed solution to this another form of an injection passport? Because the end game is about controlling everything we do. Why is the party's position always people who abuse society's kindness get more power because this is a cultural revolution? And so they have to empower the people who want revenge against, well, should I say normal society? How about this? Functional society. How is this invasion then not an insurrection? Well, the answers to the top four answer the last one. It is an insurrection. Lord, thank you for reminding us that uh, we are to be kind to sojourners and they're to follow our laws. Thank you for reminding us that we're not really citizens of earth. We're citizens of heaven, and we await eternity with you. And the way we get there is to make sure that we don't have hate in our hearts for people. That's one of the ways. i are to follow you, be changed by you, go on mission with you, recognize you as our Savior. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and make every effort to be right with God.
5: multiple illegal migrants who are breaking U.S. law, and I have the exclusive audio. For all this and more, subscribe to The Sarah Carter Show on your favorite podcast app.